What Else with Corey Mann on the Studio DNA Podcast Network. One-on-one conversations with some of your favorite artists. Find this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and Spreaker.com. What Else with Corey Mann on the Studio DNA Podcast Network. Welcome back, pop culture fans, to a brand new episode of Quality Check Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Daniel Posey, and joining me across the internet, as always, is Drew Douglas. We are entering a new month, Drew. It feels like spring. I can tell you, even though it's a little chilly outside this morning, there's a little bit of extra pep in my step because not only are do we have it's better weather, warmer temps, we're getting some of those spring showers, but also we're getting overwhelmed by new music, movies, everything pop culture related. I'm going to say this and tell me if you think I'm wrong. We've been doing pop culture pickums for a couple years. I don't think there's ever been a month that has had so many options than April 2022. Yeah, it's we've got plenty, plenty to choose from. I will say that I was very excited whenever I started putting my list together. I was blown away by how much was coming out. And across the board, I'm talking about TV, I'm talking about music, movies, everything. And it's just something that feels like we've hit the pause button and then now we're taking that pause button off. So let's get into it with April Pickums. This is where we pick the top three things we're most excited about coming out in the month of April could be movies, music, TV, books, anything. Drew, what's in your top three, starting with three? Numero three, I have a uh, six-episode miniseries. It's called We Own This City. Mm-hmm. It's based on a nonfiction book written by Baltimore Sun reporter Justin Fenton, and it tracks the rise and fall of the Baltimore Police Department's Gun Trace Task Force. This uh, cast includes... John Bernenthal, Jamie Hector, Rob Brown, and Treat Williams. And it's created and written by David Simon, who's famously known for writing the fantastic The Wire, which was also on HBO. It starts April 25th. Looks good. The trailer's solid. And Johnny B, you can never go wrong. Johnny B kind of scares me. For in this trailer? In general. He seems like a very intense dude that would like maybe pull off a Will Smith slap at any moment. You know, he just gets mad and he hits you. He's, I like, there's something about like his ferocity that seems really cool, uh, that he's like dedicated to it. Do you want to see him in the MCU as the Punisher, yay or nay? I'd like, I'd like to see him. I have never watched the series, but based on what I've seen, I dug it. I noticed I just now too, I, I, uh, Kind of what you've done before in the past, I notice a trend among all three of my picks. Hmm. Yeah, at this rate, I, I don't know for our top three, uh, those uh, outside of the top three, I could see that being the case because I will be upfront. I've got two albums and one TV show. You better not have a pick like you had last month that no one on earth knew what you were talking about. Uh, if they don't, then that's their fault because <laughs> I, I, I'm 100% on board for these top three. And I will say 
my top one is something that I just saw new footage come out literally minutes before we started recording. And two, two albums and what? And a TV show. And a TV show. Okay. So interesting. Yeah, I'll say number three came out of nowhere. I ended up uh, taking a trip uh, to Tulsa recently and I got Apple Music was scanning through looking for some tunes to put on my playlist. And I came across, lo and behold, a brand new album from The Jack White coming oh, out God. on April 8th called Fear of the Dawn. There are so far three songs that are out. One was dropped with Call of Duty, a trailer for the game. And I will say my favorite track is featuring Q-Tip with Johnny, or I was going to say Johnny Depp, with uh, <laughs> Jack White. Uh, Johnny, Johnny Depp could be on Jack it. He White. plays guitar and stuff, so sure. Yeah, they he may end up appearing on this album, but Q-Tip with Jack White, and it's called Heidi Ho. It's his version of this song. Such a unique, interesting meld of tunes in that one song. I dig it. Um, that song itself, I've listened to so many times ever since discovering that Jack White's coming out with this new album, coming out on April 8th. So we've only got a few days to go. I'm so pumped. This album is going to rock. Two albums in two months. Mm-hmm. Two albums in two months. Do you think in July you're going to have another Jack White pick? Depends on how one how good this one is, maybe? I don't know. It Yeah, it depends. I will say as of right now, looking ahead i will have more albums on my list unless there are i would say more promising projects uh, for movies and tv shows but yeah i'm there's something about going into this also i've uh this is biking season for me i'm out on the road a lot more and i need i need a lot of good tunes and this album i just feel it and everything i've heard will be solid so i'm i'm pumped Numero two, it's a new eight-episode crime drama that debuts on HBO Max April 7th. It's called Tokyo Vice. It's based off a nonfiction book that takes place in the late 90s and follows an American journalist who relocates to Tokyo to join the staff, the staff of a Japanese newspaper. His job and then takes him into the dangerous world of the Japanese Yakuza. Cast includes... Ansel Elgort, Ken Watanabe, and Rachel Keller. And Michael Mann directed the pilot, and he is also one of the producers. This looks really good. Mm -hmm. This made my list at one point in time, but I had to bump it off because there are just other things coming out I'm more, more stoked for. But this is, I mean, Michael Mann, uh, going back to something that looks very Michael Mann-esque, and just the this world looks amazing in the trailer. I'm I too am very very excited for this. Now this is going to be a limited run. Have they announced like no more after this? I would assume so. I don't. They're they're not billing this like a miniseries like they are with We Own the City. So I guess it's possible there's more stories to tell. I don't know how big the book is or how much they're adapting into this TV show. So. I guess it might depend on, uh, you know, how many eyeballs watch it. Well, I will definitely be tuning in on April 7th. That's going to be awesome to see because, yeah, I'm, I'm equally pumped to see that. My number two is, yet again, 
following off of the music uh, heels of Jack White, because I got to give this, and you know exactly what I'm going to say. Red Hot Chili Peppers Unlimited Love dropping on April 1st. I hope it's not a joke. That would be the worst April Fools ever. But what we have heard so far, I'm a little mixed on. I really enjoyed Black Summer. That was the first single released. Poster Child uh, was okay, but they will be releasing a music video on the, I think, the 31st. So... That's something to look forward to. And overall, I can't wait. Uh, This band itself, I've been anxiously awaiting more music, new music from them uh, since their last album, and which I've actually enjoyed the last two albums. However, this one, something tells me this could be a new stadium arcadium. Plus, Plus, Anthony, Anthony Kiedis, lead singer, has said, we have, I believe his quote uh, was, we have new music by the barrels. So they're going to be just like <laughs> bringing out more and more music. I'm hoping for a second album. This is going to be a doozy. Uh, 17 songs mm. on this. Oh boy. Not a fan of that. See, I, especially for getting out and, and being outside for a long time, that will be nice to have a good long album to jam to. We've we've gotten this is the thing. Uh, Black Summer, I think, is the anthem of our summer, 2022. The last two songs have just been okay. So yeah. one out of three is not promising. I don't I don't know how to take you know how serious to take the Wall Street Journal. And this is what they wrote about the new album, the twelfth L, the twelfth studio LP from the band features their classic sound, but little that's new or exciting. That concerns me a little bit, but I don't know who this person is. And that's the other thing. I, especially with music, always take critics with such a grain of salt because typically my what I prefer swings so far into camps of people loving it or hating it or somewhere in between. And music, it's really tough to do that with. So I, I take all of those with a super huge grain of salt. Uh, my, my excitement level is super high. Probably for any album coming out, this may be my most anticipated album of the year. If we were to boil this down to 12 months, uh, I'm, I'm just stoked for it. What's your number one? My number one, it's called Under the Banner of Heaven. It debuts April 28th on Hulu, and it's seven episodes, true crime drama, that has Andrew Garfield playing a police detective whose Mormon faith is tested when he investigates the murder of a woman that could involve the LDS church. The showrunner is Dustin Lance Black, and it's based on events featured in the nonfiction book, the same name written by John Krakauer, who wrote Into the Wild, among many things, Daisy Edgar Jones, Sam Worthington, and your boy Wyatt Russell, also star alongside Mr. Garfield. This looks like it could be a new True Detective-style show from the minute and a half trailer that we've gotten so far. 
looks really good. And especially for Andrew Garfield, it looks like his most intense role, his darkest role yet. And it looks it looks solid. I, I will be watching that as well. So every one of my picks is based on true crime and they're all TV shows. That is a very funny connection because my number one is also very true crime. It is a TV show coming out on Netflix the end of April, April 29th. And that is going to conclude Ozark. Ozark season four, part two. The trailer dropped earlier today, uh, this morning. And it looks intense. It looks violent. It looks like it's bringing it home to conclude this series. I will say the first part, seven episodes, this will also be seven. I really dug part four. I've really enjoyed actually uh, season three uh, was was great, but uh, season four, uh, season four, part one was solid. So uh, I'm, I'm really curious to see how this ends. I've got some big predictions, but right now, it looks super bloody and violent, which will go out no other way, which I assumed that would be the case. So Jason Bateman, we'll see what happens after this. I'm curious if we'll see him doing more roles like this or if he's going to get back into comedy more, you know, because he's done that. But uh, if if he'll end up shelving doing more serious things, I really dug him in The Outsider. I won't say anything else outside of that, but he had a huge hand in that limited series. And uh, yeah, so this makes me more excited to see the future of Jason Bateman and the crew that he works with because there's some overlap with Ozark and The Outsiders. So it's a big show. Yeah. So that that's that's all I've got uh, for the uh, month of April. Now, I talked about uh, Tokyo Vice being excited for that. What other things did you have that you are really excited for, but didn't make your list. My big addiction, MLB The Show 22 comes out April 1st. My wife is really dreading that. (laughs) Uh, I had Red Hot Chili Peppers, new one. Uh, Block Party has a new album called Alpha Games. It's coming out later this month. The movies, these are the movies. Ambulance, Michael Bay. Cannot wait. Hyped. Uh, We have The Northmen in a couple weeks. And then... The one that was on my list that got booted, but this could be numero one, is Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets of Dumbledore. I'm super, super stoked for this. <laughs> I have zero interest. <laughs> I figured. I was like, yeah, it's probably the one that he's not interested in. I like yeah. Harry Potter. I like the universe. Uh, I like the first two Fantastic Beasts movies. Second one's just all right. And then we got Crazy Ezra Miller in it. So we'll see oh, geez, if he's going to do comes, any uh, yeah. any press for that movie after his little Hawaii debacle. So is is he... He was arrested for that? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's so among, wild. Among, it was like his, what, third arrest in like three years? Good he never great. got busted for the uh, choke slam, though. Yeah. It's just... It's, it's unbelievable. But, I mean... It seems like he went unscathed from that, but yeah, now he after keeps, this... He keeps getting busted in bars, and I'm starting to think you might need to stop going to bars. I'm just... I'm, I'm blown away because, you know, he. it's not like he's just 
hanging out and doing nothing else because he's got Fantastic Beasts, The Flash. He's got a lot riding on the line. And well, yeah, you think uh, WB's at all concerned that oh, weird things geez. keep happening? And if you go on any comic book forum, people like hate his guts and they hate his version of The Flash. And there's a lot riding on that movie. And if you have some maniac that out there who is the lead in your film that's coming out next year and it costs a lot of money and it's a franchise, you got to be sweating bullets a little bit. Yeah, I feel like, especially whenever you get to the studio level, they have to play things as safe as possible. And it seems like he's the most unsafe option because of everything that's been happening with him. And I'm surprised to see that he's continuing to do things like this, but also, I mean, who knows what WB will say after this, but I know they can't be happy. So yeah, I mean, I would be scared if I were them, I would be nervous. Uh, but the, uh, I, I haven't gotten into the fantastic be fantastic beast series because with Harry Potter, I'm never, watched all of those movies chronologically like i've seen them out of order but only some of them like mm -hmm. i think i've told you this i've seen like maybe movies one four and six or something like that <laughs> why though why even do that i don't well one like in college a friend it was like he was he owed me from for something and it paid for my ticket for the sixth film so i went and i think the fourth one i went with a girlfriend at the time because she was super into it. And then the first one I went because we were all excited when the film came out and that's whenever I was reading the books. And I think by that time, the third book was coming out and then the first film was in theaters. And that was a really cool experience. I remember that because everyone's dressed up and, and that was like part of the phenomenon that was happening at that time. Um, but yeah. So I just never stuck with that. Not, I don't have anything against it. I just never followed through with that. So yeah, it's, it's going to be a big one. I'm anxious to see uh, what, what the reception is, especially with Mads Mikkels uh, taking uh, Johnny Depp's place. There's a reason why I brought up Depp earlier. And that's the reason why. Is Jill Johnny done for good? Do you think? Oh, I don't know. Like that's with like thing massive like movies? I don't. Well, I saw him in a new commercial, and if well, yeah, they're still like re-airing or airing that cologne commercial where he's like in the desert, wailing on a guitar. Now, once in, I I feel like there was another new commercial. I just saw it in the distance and saw that as Johnny. I'm like, oh, that's interesting because I thought for sure everyone's just going to start wiping their hands of Johnny, and saying, "All right, we're done." Um, but even even with Amber Heard, I assume that. It's one of those weird, like, we're not going to feature either of them. But then again, we're going to see her in Aquaman too. Yeah, that whole thing is just nasty. It's odd. It's just odd. It's so, like never ending too, the, this divorce thing <laughs> or lawsuit, yeah. whatever they're doing. Yeah, I'm, I'm afraid it's going to plague both of their careers or lives. Uh, but I think they deep down, they love it though. Yeah. You know what you I know, mean? They, they're into it. That's the thing that sucks is that I guess, you know, any publicity is good publicity. So they're just riding it out, which is not something I would think would be a fun thing to do your life out there in the open like that. But yikes. Well, that's what Ezra Miller does, man. <laughs> 
why he's, he is why he's slamming women to the ground and just getting drunk. And he literally does not care what uh, his his image is. Apparently, I, I don't think he does, and I love that in this latest thing he became irate when people were doing karaoke. Like that's what pushed him over the edge. It just makes no sense. Oh well, well okay. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's going to wrap up our pop culture pickums for the month of April. Thanks for joining us, pop culture fans. Until next time, keep watching. Someone's like freaking scratching at the door this entire time, barking and scratching.